This week's In The Know podcast is brought to you by G&G Operators. Does getting ready and preparing for a product stress you out or make you second-guess your plans? Stop waiting and pull the trigger. G&G Operators make preparing your site easier than ever before. They have years of experience working with conditions in the area, specialized tools, and equipment that allow all aspects of your project from design to execution go without a hitch. Call today to start your projects, 806-244-4297. G&G Operators is excited to keep you in the know about Delhart ISD news and updates. That's 806-244-4297. In the know. To be knowledgeable or having access to information about something, being privy to special or new information, or this program on KXIT. It's time now for In the Know, brought to you by your Dalhart Connection, bringing our community together with new and important information with your host, Dyke Rogers, and this week's guest. Welcome to this week's edition of In the Know. I'm your host, Aaron Graves, sitting in for Dyke Rogers, and I have the privilege today of speaking with Superintendent Jeff Bird with the Dalhart Independent School District and Holly McCauley with the Rotary Club. How are y'all doing today? We're doing great. Thanks for having us. Let's get to know uh, Holly real quick. Tell us how you're associated with the Rotary Club. I've been a member of the Rotary Club for about three years now, and I'm the president currently of the Rotary Club. How did you get involved with Rotary Club to begin with? I think you just start out going to lunch with a friend, and then you get sucked in a little bit with a passion project, and then you're kind of a lifetime member there. So that's that's how I started anyway. So. And Superintendent Bird, you're a Rotary member as well. Yes, sir. Um, the, obviously, I've only been in Dowhart about 18 months, or maybe not even 18 months, but from an outsider's perspective looking in i mean we have an amazing get very caring and giving community and my purpose in wanting to be on the rotary club is to give back to the community and to support our kids in our school and our rotary club and our community i've never lived anywhere that cared about our kids and gave to the school like our rotary club and the community of dalhart do so I just want to be a member of the rotary club and be able to give back to the community that's treated my family so well Holly, do you know about how many members there are? Currently, I think we have about 52. That's a lot. Yes, we've grown quite a bit in this last year. We've had some great leadership, so lots of new people. We're doing a lot of exciting things, just just great things, great things for the community, great service projects, great fundraisers, good programs, good speakers. It's a really happening place to be. Now we're going to talk about how the Rotary Club is partnering with the school district. But before we do that, somebody may be listening to this and they're getting all excited about wanting to join the Rotary Club. How would they go about doing that? We meet every Thursday at the Brick Street Center downtown um, for lunch. Anybody is welcome to come. Our guests are free for lunch. You can come in and sit a couple times if you want to just kind of date us for a little bit before you decide to join you are free to just come and listen we're open we're open for new people all the time so open door policy yes absolutely that's good deal i I would say if you're new to the community there's no better way to get involved and meet people than to be a Rotarian. I, I 
obviously as a school superintendent cross paths with many people but it was a much easier transition being a member of the rotary club as far as meeting people and becoming involved it gives you a common ground and sure you start building friendships and partnering with people and build a rapport with yeah. the community members and leaders it, it's been a great experience for me holly tell us about uh, this this first item that you have here Okay, we are starting a new fundraiser. It's our first annual. It's called the Court of Courage. It is what we are doing. It's a flag salute to service. And so for Veterans Week this year, from November the 5th through the 12th, we're going to have a patriotic display of American flags. It's going to be on the Dallam County Courthouse lawn in downtown Dalhart. You can purchase a flag and tag it for, you can honor a veteran, an active military member, first responder, or a healthcare hero. So each flag will be put up in their honor. It'll have a tag on it, and it'll be flown for them for that week. It's going to be a beautiful display. It's going to be lit up. It's going to be up all week. That's the first part of it. So that costs $50, and anybody in the community is welcome to purchase that. You'll get a little package. You'll get a card to send to that person that you're honoring along with a little care package to either keep yourself or give to them. And then the second way to help this is to be a business sponsor. And so there's different levels of business sponsors. We have a patriotic where it's it's basically more of a promotion for that business. So we're going to have a banner located on the courthouse lawn. And then we're going to put an article in the Dow Heart Texan and then come back on the radio and thank all of our sponsors they're also going to get the same care package as well and then we go to the liberty supporter which is a little bit less of a promotion for them and then the star supporter and a stripe supporter so we've done a big mail out to a lot of the businesses they've got the information they've got the envelope to return any kind of donation they would like we also have this located on our facebook page the chamber has that as well the school districts put that out on their Facebook page. It's on the social media. I believe it'll run on the radio's page as well. So if anybody needs that, they can contact any Rotary member. It, it's out there. They can contact me personally. I will get it to them. I will bring it to them. Uh, I will pick up donations, whatever we need to do to make this successful. So they can contact you. Can they also contact the school, the chamber, or any other? Rotarian, Rotarian? absolutely. Yes, absolutely. All right. And this has a tie-in to the high school as well. Yes, sir. Holly could probably explain this better than me, but I'll do my best. But one of the, the goals, if there's any proceeds from this after they break even, the goal is is to start a program. We. Our community does a great job of providing scholarships for our high school graduates each year. Those generally go to the kids that rank the highest that that are, are planning on going to college. But we really don't have a way to help assist students that are entering the armed forces. And one of the our goals as Rotarians with this fundraiser is we want to be able to raise funds that we can help give scholarships to students that are signed up to go into the armed forces. They kind of get lost in the shuffle a little bit. And, you know, when when they leave home and they go to basic training, 
it's a struggle financially until they get on a, a monthly income salary basis and we're hoping to take the proceeds from this and holly can explain this much better than me but what we want to do is we want to have scholarships for those students that are enrolled in the armed services and help provide them with a little uh, cushion if you will until they're able to start drawing their salary through the the united states military yes i think last year we talked about it there were nine students that enrolled into the services and I don't know if I'm sure everybody in town goes to the graduation ceremonies and those kids get an awesome standing ovation and that's it I personally have a friend that had a child go and they said it is a struggle to get them to wherever they're stationed for basic training so this is just a way to help them get either the things that they need get where they're going possibly help them their family you know get to see them when they do graduate some sort of basic training it's just money to help them start their career in in the armed services okay so in summary the court of courage when will it be displayed again the dates this year are november the 5th through the 12th veterans day is November the 11th, which falls on a Saturday. The day of observation, I think, is on Friday the 10th, and this also ties in with the Veterans Day Parade that runs downtown, and they have the the parade, and then weather permitting, they either have the program at the Memorial Park or at the Methodist Church, which is an amazing ceremony, and I believe they started that back when 9-11 started so it kind of is going to tie in with everything that's going on for that event as well but the flags will fly from november the 5th through the 12th did you know g&g is a family-owned and operated business dean and gay are very excited to say that all of their children and their spouses play a role in the day-to-day work at g&g operators Their son, Chase Graham, is a current operations manager in Dalhart, along with his wife, Rebecca Graham. She does any of the daily tasks that may arise. Chase Graham is also beginning to take over many of the daily responsibilities of the business. The oldest daughter, Chansey Graham Carrot, and her husband, Josh Carrot, own a trucking company that helps with the daily deliveries of a variety of products, along with assisting with the shop. The youngest daughter, Chanessa Graham Slama, along with her husband, Judd Slama, handle the day-to-day activities of handling feed for a large supplier here in Dalhart. G&G prides itself on being family-oriented and family-run, with all of the siblings, along with close family friend Curtis Thomas, holding a partnership in the business. Well, let's talk about some other ways that the Rotary is interacting with the high school. We actually have an Interact Club, which is the Rotary Club for our students. That was established before I got here, and I believe in the past, Mrs. Melissa Ritchie was the Interact sponsor. This year, our Interact sponsors are going to be Mrs. Bowers and Mrs. Ellis at the high school. And, you know, I I think that sometimes there are more important lessons to be taught than just what we read out of textbooks. And one of the things that we're focused on is we we want to produce students that are successful after high school, but we also want to pr- produce servant leaders. And the Interact Club is a great way for those students to learn those lessons of giving back and helping take care of others. And that's kind of why we, we wanted the Rotary Club to be here with us today so that 
the, the Rotary Club oversees the Interact Club and helps the students serve other students. One of their big fundraisers that they do every year annually is the Halloween Carnival. And if I've got my dates right, I believe the Halloween Carnival will be out at the Coliseum on Saturday, October the 28th. I believe it starts at 6 p.m. You can contact myself. I can get a hold of Mrs. Ellis or Mrs. Bowers, or we can get a hold of Mr. Wright. But I think that if you're interested in doing a booth like they've done in the past, if you'll contact them, you can help them out. And again, those proceeds go back into the Interact Club and help our students help support and provide resources for other community members as well. And before I forget, and I know this will be important to some of the listeners, is they will have the Haunted House again this year. At the school, how does a student get involved with the Interact Club? Basically, all they have to do is is contact a sponsor or a member of the Interact Club and show interest in it. And it's an open-door policy. We want My goal, if we've got 560 kids at the high school, is for 560 kids to be in our Interact Club. For the carnival, the community can help out, you were saying? I believe that that's correct as far as if they're interested in having a booth and helping the Interact Club raise money, if they're willing to do that, if they'll contact either Mr. Wright, myself, or one of the sponsors, we can help set that up for them. Yes, sir. Well, it's clear that the Rotary Club is beneficial to the community, and it's nice to see them uh, taking a a strong interest in the school district. Yes, sir. There's one other thing I'd like to tie in with our Rotary Club. Okay. So we also have a Snack Pack for Kids program. And all that's required for a student to be eligible for the Snack Pack for Kids program is a teacher, an administrator, a parent needs to nominate that student. And then we have a permission slip that we have to send home for the parents. And the parent signs that. And if there are any food allergies or anything like that, then they'd let us know. Our community has done an amazing job. We have resources to purchase the products. It's a great deal of work. Uh, Mr. Chisbell, who was our police chief at the district helped run that for several years and he's no longer with the district but we're we're picking that up and what we want to do is we want to tie the snack pack for kids program back into a servant leadership program and in our interact club in the nhs club and in student council all three of those organizations require kids students members to have uh, community service hours And what we want the Snack Pack for Kids program to be is we want it to be 100% student-driven. We want the students to order the products. We want the students to inventory the products. We want the students to set up the days that we pack the snack packs. We want the students to organize and distribute the snack packs to each campus independently. So as an example, every other Wednesday, We'll meet at 4.30 in the Central Administration Building in the actual school boardroom. We'll have everything set up and organized, and we'll, we'll pack snacks. And we'll probably do that for two weeks. And then nobody knows who's getting the snack packs. It's done where everybody is. Nobody knows who's getting them. So the, the principals and the counselors on each campus let us know, and we designate there there'll be 45 for the high school and 80 for the junior high and 105 for the intermediate and 120 for the elementary school. And then we'll, dist- we'll pack those Wednesday. On Thursday, we'll distribute those to the campuses. And then very discreetly, the administration and the counselors will get those to the students on Friday to take home. And, you know, Snack Pack for Kids is a wonderful program. It was uh, developed and organized 
by Darren Howell in Amarillo originally, and it's just it's spread out throughout the Texas Panhandle. And his philosophy is how can a, how can a student focus on learning when they're hungry? So it's they're all name brand products. We've actually had Rotarians contact the school and myself and ask if they could be involved in that. So again, it's a great way for the Interact Club and the Rotary Club our students and staff members to serve other students and make sure that all of their needs are being met. So Superintendent Bird, while we have you here, do you have an update on uh, the new construction? I can tell you that we are, you know, you pass a bond and everybody's like, well, when are you going to start? Well, I wish it were that easy. Um, So obviously the bond passed in May and on July the 25th, we sold the bonds. We passed a $50 million bond, but we only sold $30 million this year. And that will allow us to pay more on the principal on our first payment. We were also able this summer, as opposed to financing that 20.15 cents on a 30-year note, we were able to move that at the same cost to a 25-year note. We'll save the taxpayers $9 million on the back end of that. So we've tried to be fiscally responsible with that. Once the the bonds were sold, we actually have received the $30 million and put that in, in the bank and invested that with our Lone Star pool, and we've started the schematic design project. We met with uh, community members uh, multiple times, community members, staff members, administration, Corrigan, board members, and when we had our first meeting, we basically we took everybody's opinion and we created four to five models of the school. And then they just came back with the shell of the school. On the second meeting, we were able to narrow it down to the one shell. And in in that meeting, we went into, okay, we need this many rooms for special ed. We need this much room in the cafeteria. We need this much room in the gymnasium, et cetera. And we've got the, the, the skeleton now, if you will, of the building. Uh, they made a presentation to our board in our September board meeting a few weeks ago, um, and they'll be finalizing that schematic design hopefully very, very, very early in October. Once we have that done, then we will contact Gallagher, who's our construction oversight managers, and we'll, we'll develop and start the bid process. Uh, I can tell you the only thing we've done on the site actually is last week we shredded it. The school district was limited in our resources, and the Gordon family was kind enough to come out there and help us shred that and get it ready. The architects and uh, are coming in, and they're doing geo-testing, soil content testing there. Uh, we're going to try to kill two birds with one stone. We're also going to have those people, the geo-testers, are going to check the soil concentration level around the baseball and softball field. The board has allowed me, in, in order... We're not pulling it from the bond project. We're pulling it from the project with Gallagher. The only way that we're going to get lights on the baseball and softball field is if we get started quickly. And the the board has has authorized me to work through that process with several different companies. But right now we're waiting on the soil samples. And once we have those soil samples, we can give those to the people that will be looking into the project. Okay? Okay. And the, the reason that the, what's going to take the longest on getting the lights in the ground are getting the actual light towers distributed, built, and delivered. So we were hoping that we would have that started in, before the end of September. That's probably not going to happen. 
but we're hoping to have the soil tested this week or early next week. We'll get those results to the company. We'll be able to sign a contract with the company through a purchasing agent, which is a, a bid process. They'll be able to order the light poles. Uh, that company will then come out and they'll they'll rent or they'll bring augers with them. I guess uh, they'll get the holes drilled and then they'll cover those holes up also, so that they're safe. And then once the light poles are here, they'll have all the holes dug and the wiring done. And hopefully, good Lord willing, we'll have lights and baseball and softball at the end of January. You never know what it takes to build something until you actually start trying to build it. It's a process. <laughs> it's a process. For someone that's not patient, that's a challenge. <laughs> All right. So are there any uh, further thoughts you'd like to share? Oh, well, just like to thank everybody for listening weekly. And if it's in your heart to donate to the Rotary Club, be it for this project, the Internet project, the Snack Pack for Kids, if you'll let us know. Uh, we'll certainly point you in the right direction. And like always, we appreciate the support the community always gives both the school and the Rotary Club. Yes, and thank you for the ones that have already donated. We've had a good, um, since we did our mail out, we've had a, a good feedback from everybody. I think it's going to be a, a beautiful tribute and a, a really nice thing for the community. Well, Holly and Jeff, thank you so much for coming and sharing this information on the on the podcast. It's very informative, and that's what people need. They need information so they can know how to step up and help. Thank you. All right. This has been In the Know, part of the Dalhart Connection. Be sure to go to KXIT.com for past episodes and community information, and we'll see you next week. Good afternoon, and thank you for calling G&G Transmix. This is Curtis. How can I help you? I was hoping to get some concrete supplies for a project I was wanting to start, but I wasn't sure if you could help. It's just a home project. Nothing like the giant projects I know you do for commercial buildings. Of course we can help. We love bringing big, small, and in-between dreams come to life. If you need five yards or 500, we would love to supply you with anything you need. We also have rebar, rebar chairs, wire mesh, and anything else you need for your concrete project. Perfect. I am so glad I called you today. Tell me about your dream, and I'll help you put together everything you need to make it happen. At G&G Transmix, they can help bring dreams of all sizes to life. Call them today at 244-4298, and they can get you any concrete or supplies you need. G&G Transmix is excited to keep you in the know about all Dalhart ISD news and updates.